Hello, and welcome to Young Minds Podcast, episode 50, is brought to you by Neuroast. They use six performance-enhancing mushrooms. Yes, Frank, mushrooms. Oh, I love mushrooms. Powders to elevate the benefits of coffee so you can actually drink less caffeine and achieve more. With the 100% USDA organic adaptogens, you will experience better focus and mental clarity. Frank, you can go ahead, go to neuroast.com, oh, really? and check out... With the code Young Minds to save ten percent on your entire order. Ten full percent. Ten full percent on Holy everything. Shit. All right. Well, I'll raise you one. <laughs> okay. This podcast is brought to you by Onnit. <laughs> <laughs> this is our first commercial I love it. ever. I love it. Uh, yeah. Now, nah, honestly, keep though, it going, keep it going. Yeah, we're, we're brought no, to you by Onnit. Good. Go do it. This podcast is brought to you by Onnit. Mm-hmm. Onnit is a company for total human optimization. They offer products and supplements that will help you achieve the ultimate body and mind to your desired outcome. What would that be for you, Justin? Would that be being brolic, vascular, and shredded at the About same 2% time? About 2% body fat. 2% body fat. There's nothing that Onnit can give you that can do that besides <laughs> yourself. <laughs> but Onnit does, honestly, though, um, they, they we have a great gut health supplement, which I've been taking for a very long time now. Um, basically, your gut does not take a day off. The little bacteria in your gut biome do not stop working. They work all day, every single day, and they have their own ecosystem down there that we don't even really know what it looks like because we kind of put food down there into this dark abyss and we don't know where the fuck our food's going and how it's being handled but sometimes we get gurgly stomachs sometimes we shit like a water hose and sometimes we don't shit at all and we're wondering what the fuck is going on so i take gut health every once in a while whenever i'm feeling a little mm, i rip it up in a gut health pack i swallow that shit like a seagull like a pelican all five pills in one shot and honestly, though, if I'm drinking alcohol, if I'm going on an eating binge, they have digestive enzymes and hydrochloric acid along with other strains of bacteria and five probiotics that will help regulate your digestive tract. And that's something that I will never stop using as a little emergency pack. Um, you buy a 15-day supply, and that's 15 little packs, so you could kind of sprinkle them throughout your, your schedule. If you feel like you're having gut issues, give it a try. You cannot... Um, I don't think you could have any negative side effects from this because I've only felt good and my shit is regular as fuck. So, wow, with that Frank, being said, thank you for that essay. This is an tell, infomercial. Tell boy. the audience where they can find <laughs> it. Go to onnit.com and at checkout use the code YoungMinds and you will get ten percent off. Wow. And they also have dope protein bites, which yes. we talked about on the last podcast. But um. Those so yes. are great meal replacement with 60 plant nutrients and 300 calories. There we go. You send us to go. that intro, baby. Well, first, I just want to tell them what's going on in this episode. I mean, yeah, it's episode intro. 50. This is now the intro. Okay, hey. Okay, guys, you're going to have to deal with like three minutes of this shit, and then we're <laughs> going to go into some fun stuff. It's funny you say that we're at three minutes. Anyways, on this episode, uh, we I wanted to do here. something special. And, oh, you have time in front of you? <laughs> I have time in front of you, <laughs> We wanted to do something special, and we got... What would you say? Four or five questions? Uh, one, two, three, four, mm-hmm. five, mm-hmm. six, and a burn question. So six. So six questions that are very deep. kind of deep, deep and touchy questions. And philosophical. Where we had to uh, honestly sit back and question ourselves. Yeah. We had to. Because uh, we want we just want to be open on this podcast. So we figured episode 50, let's do that instead Bro, of. Bro, this uh, was open. Yeah. Like, you ever open a book? 180 degrees, right? Just from 
cover to cover. That was you tonight, dude. We fucking your legs we were just your legs were just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah, seriously. I was like, oh, should I name drop? Did we name drop? We did. I did. Yeah. Um, oh, you did. Yeah, yeah I did. Whatever. Whatever. That's fine. He's a good guy. So it's yeah. We'll, right. He'll understand. We'll go with that. Um. All right, guys. Well, with that, <laughs> enjoy this shit because you get into the minds of the young minds hosts and whoa. What? That's cool. Okay, cool. Yeah, that. guys, I did a good thing. <laughs> all right, guys. <laughs> Give me a stick <laughs> later, all right? <laughs> Thank you. Enjoy. Bye, bitches. So you graduated from school but still have no idea what the fuck is going on? Good, because that was the point. Now you're just another mindless pawn in the system. But luckily, you stumbled upon the Young Minds Podcast where we tackle the most up-to-date and relevant topics with unfiltered discussion aimed at optimizing this video game that we call life. All right, sexies, it's now time to dim the lights, sit back, relax, and open up that mind. And before we begin this journey, we kindly ask you to keep your hands and feet in the craft at all times. And while you're at it, leave us a beautiful review on iTunes or Facebook. Thank you. Dude, right. it's episode 50. Happy anniversary. Happy 50th wow. anniversary. <laughs> For real, right? <laughs> 50th episode anniversary. This is special, right? Like, it should be special? 50? Yeah, we, like, just realized it, too. I yeah, was like, wait, right, dude. right as we sat down, we're like, this is uh, 50th episode, man. This, it's so weird because time flies and you know, I don't even really notice it. You yeah, know? I it's was just, just saying ritual. the other day, if you just scroll through our episodes, it's like, wow, we really we really talked this much. Didn't we add it up to how many hours? Yeah, because it'd be about an hour to an hour and a half on average, right? So figure an hour 15. Yeah, right. sure. So an hour 15, you got for every five episodes, it's six hours, let's say. Let's just go that far. So... You're looking at six times six, 36 hours of talking. Damn. <laughs> oh, wait, no, it's 30. That's 30. That would be 50, so that would be 12. Right? I don't know. I'm just, I was just letting I, you do it. I just blanked it. out. Yeah, I'm just letting... I, you were wait, spitting wait, so numbers, so I was just letting you. There's 50 episodes at five episodes would be six hours. So five, there would be 10, six hours would be 60 hours. Sure. There we go. I was. I don't know why I went to 30, but we got six hours here. 60 hours. Jesus. 60. Yeah, 60. 60. Six zero hours. Um, anyway, that's relevant. Um, that's why we're not mathematicians. But uh, on this... Yeah, exactly. I'll leave that to Jen. She's good at math. She's good at it. I'm good at math, but like I'm not, no longer good at math. Yeah. But so like, like school-wise, I was good at math. Now, I don't care. I, I could count in 45s, though. I'm really good at that. It's weird and useless, probably. Oh, no. For, for the, the gym. gym, dude. <laughs> Come on, bro. <laughs> I count in 45s, too. Actually. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I could like, do that math real quick. But... um. <laughs> Yeah, so for episode 50, we are going to mix it up a little bit, and we're going to just answer really deep personal questions that we found, and I think this one will be interesting, because it kind of marks where we are growing as a group here, or a twosome, right? Um, as a group, we definitely communicate with other people as well. Yeah. So, and Young yeah. Minds in general just would be a community of people. Yeah. Um, we have very loyal listeners, we love you guys, and this is why we keep doing it on a structured basis because after a while when we mix like last podcast we missed like uh where's the episode you were playing ping pong we started playing ping pong so where the hell's the episode i'm like holy shit yeah really that was a pain like, in that the matters. ass man yeah so for anyone who's religiously listening uh the 49th episode we went to go upload it and for some reason the links the affiliate links that we put in there were well, it wasn't, it wasn't the links. It we, we use a third-party uh, website that once we upload to this website, it distributes our podcast onto everything it's on. So Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher. Um, and for some reason, that third-party website just uh, they had a malfunction. They did, but they had a malfunction with the links. Because once yeah, I took yeah. the so links out, to take... then it worked. And I was like, wait, so I could have done I know. this the whole So time. it was uploaded um, two days after? Like a day and a half. Day yeah, and so a half after. Last night. 
So that would be the, I don't know, whatever. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. But it's up there now, so you probably already I was pretty it. salty about that. I was pissed. It kind of hurts like, the heart, you know? Yeah. You're like, I put Because you wrap up the good podcast. You're like, all right, perfect. We do all this work, create content. It's like, not uploading. Not uploading. Like, we, we kept clicking it. <laughs> yeah. It's an and empty like, button. Maybe we change computers. Change yeah. computers, nothing. Nothing. So we're going to answer some questions, and we're going to go pretty deep on this one. Mm. And you get to know us a little bit more. We've done this before, but I feel like now we're super comfortable on the mics, and now everything's a lot more smooth. So yeah, we can just literally bleed on these mics. So we're going to start it off right now. Uh, first question. <sighs> get ready. I'm nervous. What are you pretending not to know? You go first. I'll take it first, I guess. So what am I pretending not to know? I feel like this question hits you in the deepest of insecurities in your life. I think this goes to the the source of what is preventing you from doing what you want or believing what you should believe. And by should, I mean relative to your life. So in this case, what are you pretending not to know? I feel like people find that ignorance is bliss they may not choose to be ignorant but they're looking for an answer but they want it on their terms and no one's really looking to go a completely objective and uh face everything that may be scary to them new to them uh foreign to them and that intimidates them so much that they almost are pretending or choosing not to look into things that might scare them. So for me, honestly, what am I pretending not to know? I want to say things that aren't directly related to my career path, but there are some things where I'm not trying to pretend not to know, but I definitely don't research certain things because I just, I don't, I don't find that it affects me necessarily, but I don't want to be, I don't want to open up the book or research things that are happening around the world right so like because i have no control right like i things that happen all the way in like somalia or things that are happening in uh yemen things like that where it's just like it's horrible out there like there are some things where i just i close i kind of turn my cheek and i'm not really because nothing i could i there are things i could do but i mean really how big of an impact can i have right um when it comes to things like uh poor impoverished communities even within our own backyard you know, there are places that are being suppressed, things like that, where I don't know if I could really help, but I, I don't want to know about it because it would make me sad if I know about it. But it's still happening whether I, uh, you know, work towards it or try to help people or not. You know, if I was a billionaire philanthropist, I'd love to help them, but I can't. So I just try not to even learn about those things or people who went through hardship and things like that where I can't help you. Like, I, I don't I don't have much I could lend. So those are things that I pretend not to know, I guess you could say, like, because I really don't know much about it, but I know that it exists. I know that there are people out there suffering. I know that there are communities around here where I could probably help, you know, I'm relative to other people economically, I might be way better off than they are. But in my world, it's like, oh, no, I got to do this. I got this on Tuesday and I got to go here on Thursday and I have this job that's holding me down and, and I have free time. I got to have fun. I got to enjoy my life. And it's like, there are things that I choose not to, to know, you know, I kind of stay. Yeah, that was really them. good. I'm having you trouble know? thinking of it. It's, it's hard because you, like, d- what do you, you really pretend not to know. Yeah. Because it's not like you're choosing not to know. You're not, um, it's not my choice. I don't wake up in the morning. And I say, dude, I'm not going to look at the news, man. I don't want to know what's going on in Yemen, 
But like, you know that there's shit going down out there and you know that there are things that can be done, but we're not doing anything about it. No. We're not all joining forces as a collective. Like, oh my God, we must save them. Nobody, nobody's doing that. We don't give a shit. But then a lot of people want to preach, like myself, I preach that like I'm a humanist. I don't say that exactly, but like I'm down for the humans. Like whatever the fuck you are, I don't care if you're Jewish, black, Asian, it doesn't matter what the hell you are. It, does, it means nothing to me. Are you a human? Are you nice? Are you kind? Are you trying to help people around you? Yes. Okay. I, I accept you. I love you, you know, but do I love everybody in this sense? Do I give everybody a, my ultimate objective, happy self? Like everyone just come to me for something. Like, no, no, I can't. Of course not. So I think what I do is I kind of turn a blind eye and say, fuck it. I don't, I don't, I don't know what's going on over there, but I know it's bad and that sucks. <laughs> you know, I don't want to, but I mean, there's only so much energy you have. So now can I, I feel like I'm going to use that and say that I turn the blind eye and pretend not to re, pretend not to not pretend not to pay attention. I hate the way that's worded, but to people's uh, feelings and putting other people's feelings first. That is true. I feel like I, I always just the way I feel like it's fitness that's done this to me. It's made me think of like you first, you first put yourself first because you need to get better to help others. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of pushed me to a point where even with family members, I, I don't put their feelings first. Mm-hmm. You know, just like I, it'll look, still be are... it'll still be about me, mm-hmm. but not in the bad sense of about me. Like I'm not pushy in your face about me. But when it comes to my day and my schedule, I'll definitely just be about me. And it's not that I'm trying to do that. It's I've just been hardwired like that. Yeah, because it's like a good survival strategy. Of course, in today's society, in the way that we work today, and I feel like that piggybacks on another question that we have here. So I think that would be a pretty cool segue into uh, this one. So are your shoulds getting in the way of your happiness? Are your shoulds? So your shoulds, quote like unquote, I should shoulds. So like morally or my religion or my family circumstances would are driving me to do this instead of the thing that is directly going to achieve me some happiness or put me that much closer to happiness. Right. So for me, I have a, I have a couple of shoulds in my life where are these shoulds that you instill or that other people instill? I think that's so a should when when you even contemplate something, you would say, oh, I should do that. Yeah. You wouldn't say, oh, I really want to do that. I should do that. No, of course not. No, it would just be, I want to do that. And then it, you don't even follow up with a should, you know, you say I, I am I'm going to do it or I want to do it. But should would be like, given the moral track that I'm on and like the thing I've subscribed to, the lifestyle I've subscribed to, like I should, or like that person needs me. And I've kind of created this, this verbal contract with them or kind of, you know what? That's so true though. My, now that I'm thinking of the shoulds in my life, they really do kind of weigh me down because I know I have to go do them and I'm not doing them just because I don't really want to, but I know Mm -hmm. I should. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of have like a, a, to, a to-do list of shoulds that I kind of put off. Are they pertaining to your goals, shoulds? So like, oh, this would advance me in my career type of should? Or is it a should like, it's a should my like, mom wants that and I want to help her. No, or no, my no. sister wants this and no, I should help her. No, it has her. nothing to do with want, but they're definitely shoulds that um, just as a human and a, a gentleman, you know, you got you got you to gotta do and close up and... Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, no, there's definitely some shoulds. Yeah. So when you it. think about them, right? So like this is this is kind of the hot seat right now. We're kind of thinking about them. Um, with me, I'm going to go. It's I'm hard gonna... to uh, man up to them sometimes and and confront the shoulds. Yeah. You know, like I should reach out to. Got it. Okay, that so I see where you're going. Close um, the link. If you want to talk about it, it's up to you. But uh, I got some shoulds. I'm going to throw them out there. Do you want to talk about? Yeah, them? I'm going to talk about better? my shoulds. We should definitely should. That's ah. Yeah. Ah. So, yeah, this oh, is one of the shoulds. should talk about it because <laughs> we put ourselves is, here. No, okay. So let me tell the story. It yeah, is getting. It is get getting. There, no, fuck. This is exactly. And I was just talking to my best friend about it the other day. And I should go do. Yes. Okay. So here we go. Send it. Um, in sixth grade, I met my two best friends, Matt and Connor. Right. From sixth grade, all the way to college. The three of us were known in our high school as like the three best friends. Like it was known we were all we weren't in the popular group and we weren't in like the losers. We were just Justin, Matt and Connor. The three of us were friendly with everyone and we knew everyone but never hung out with anyone. It was just the three of us. We'd had all our first experiences together, like drinking together for the first time and just everything together it was always us three. Right. And me and Connor still talk. And actually, I just hung out with him last week. He now lives in Philadelphia, but so I don't see him as much, but we hung out last week. He was home. Uh, Matt and I, I haven't talked to him in, what is it, 2019? So four years. I haven't talked to him in four years. Zero. Sure. And he, it was like best friends um, because of, just because of stuff like we weren't on the same path, Right. He became very involved in his job and it kind of, and he started, I don't want to start shitting on anyone, but he just started smoking a lot, like all throughout the day. So mm. Matt was always known as being energetic and exciting to be around and he became very lethargic. And then that's about the time I was starting my businesses. So I was very involved. And this goes back to what I was saying before when I was, you know, shooing other people's feelings away and I need to focus on me, 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 because, you know, I, I mean... In a point, I, I had, I had reason to do that because if you start a business, the only, the only, uh, the only one who's going to make it successful is you. So the amount of work you put in is the amount of, you know, effort that's going to come out of it. So I had to focus on it. And he was, I don't know, our, our relationship just broke up a little bit, and he started doing some heavy drugs, and I saw it once. Like I remember, I'll never forget my twenty-first birthday. Mm. What, I told you this? I think so. Keep my, going. my 21st birthday, I, I come down. Uh, he was at another friend's house, and I go down to the basement, and he didn't get me anything. Not that it matters, but, like, I always got Connor and Matt something for Christmas. Literally stupid shit. I remember one Christmas, uh, I bought them. I went to Toys R Us, Toys R Us, and I bought them this little fucking motorcycle that you, like, you rip it, and it goes flying, and it comes with a little ramp. And what we, they called? Rippets? Rippets, right? A right. little motorcycle. I'm pretty sure, yeah. It comes with a ramp. Bro, we were 19 and I bought them this and we had so much fun. We were ramping it off of things and just launching it. Whatever. Like, it was just like, oh, Merry Christmas. Like, yeah. just for fun. So, 21st birthday, right? Like, in, U in the United States, that's the biggest thing when you turn 21. Got me nothing and I come in the basement and he's like, snorting a line of Coke. And I'm just like, mm. he's like, happy birthday. And I'm just like, fuck, dude. Like, what are you doing? And I, I literally left. I went home and I was just like, okay. I don't know if, you know, like we're just separating and I haven't talked to him since. And I feel, should I say this on the book? I guess I'm just saying it, right? Just vent it. Fuck it. Yeah. His mom has ALS 
and she's been battling ALS for 20 years. She's she's been killing it because usually people with diagnosed with ALS uh, pass away in like four years, right? Mm. So she's been 20 years plus, and it's starting to really get her now. I see it on on Facebook, mm. and I was like their son. I was at all their family events, you know, best friends. Everything their family did, I did. And I haven't talked to any of them in, in four or five years. And I was telling Connor the other day, like, I don't want to the next time for me to see him to be at the funeral. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't imagine that. Yeah. So now I want to reach out and just be like, hey, but I know I should do that. But it's hard for me because I don't want to be let down by the same person that I was so like let down by. Mm-hmm. if he's if he's like the same person but then it's like why would my why would have any expectations just kind of settle everything you don't have to be best friends again mm-hmm. no it's you know it's like so true. i should reach out because of just... everything we've had in the past yeah. but then it's so hard to take that step because you know when we're doing all the podcasts and having the new studio soon and all this training i'm doing it's like is it beneficial for me in my path of success no but in the back of my head for like happiness and just closure or not even closure, maybe something in the no, future. Like, that's what it should is. I it's like closure? That's why I you're, should you're do it. it. Yes, you should. You should but, just because you have nothing to lose. You don't have to go into it necessarily saying, Hey, hard. look, you want to create a life again and try no. this out. Like it's not like a relationship, you know, it's, it's just man to man. Hey, listen, this might actually help you him in his pursuit through life. And it might help you kind of dust off the lingering pain in the past. You know, I kind of want to piggyback on exactly what you're talking about because this is one of my shoulds. So recently I was in, I have a group chat with my closest friends and there's five people in this group, uh, six people now. Well, now there's five, but there were six people in the group chat. <laughs> one dropped out? Yeah. Um, and we just, I mean, we've been best friends since we were young, since Same we were thing. in like fourth, fifth grade. Like we just grew up together. Everybody was just we're brothers you know and just like you we didn't have a group uh we weren't like jocks or the the fucking degenerates or the you know we weren't anything we didn't have a label nothing it was just five best friends at the time and then we inherited a new best friend later on but um but we all went to school together and we just we hung out every single day we ride bikes everywhere like there was not one day where we didn't all hang out it was just it was and we didn't have group chats at the time so we were just calling everyone individually and just getting everyone together we'd meet up and then we would venture off into something and ever since we went to college i mean everybody started picking up their own thing like who didn't go to college who went to college who went off into accounting who went off into it who went off into construction and who went off into um engineering (laughs) excuse me and then who didn't do anything who is a mechanic and then me myself just jumping into which was business was pre-med was all these different things i had all these interests but like i was confused i didn't know what i wanted to do with my life and then now i'm here i'm taking advantage of social media i'm podcasting and i'm just fitness and health 100 percent and that's just so different than everyone else but everyone else is still so different from everyone else within the group so we're all super unique but we're a quote unquote group of friends. Now, recently one of my friends got engaged and we are his groomsmen. And just like the way that we interact as friends is not how friends interact. 
you know, like how we interact as a group is not how friends should be interacting. It's kind of like this. It almost feels forced. It almost feels like, oh, let's just maintain this. Let's maintain this group of friends. But I have to be honest, like, it's not my fault that some people in the group look at this group as family, as a necessity for their social life. Like, we're their only social outlet, maybe one or two extra friends on the side. But, like, they, they... some of them view this as like the only people that they have. And then on top of that, now we've been invited to this wedding and the person in particular that is having the wedding. It's just, we don't really mesh anymore. There's no animosity. There's no like hate or, you know, past. It's just, you do that stuff and I do my stuff. And these two things don't, they don't even cross paths at all. And you're not really open to my world. I don't, you don't really have a world for me to kind of enter. Um, so now I look at it and I go, okay, well, what is this? What purpose is this serving me? You know, and is it wrong for me to feel like it should be serving a purpose? Because my time is valuable. You know, I'm, I'm taking in, I don't want to use the words. It's not really what it is, but entrepreneurial path, kind of like an open ended path. I well, don't, like I, I have before, to make You're only going to get what the amount of work you put into it. Yeah, exactly. So, so you do have to, put yourself yeah into it. so when they hang out it's like all right my nine to five is over here's my free time i will spend it with my friends so it's it's a very easy cut and dry like all right this is my time for freedom and i'm not with my girlfriend or fiance let me go hang out with my friends this is how life should be set up right but for me it's like well maybe at 5 30 6 o'clock at night i'm doing something totally different like this podcasting tuesday and thursday i don't have time to to do that shit at night my creative energy is spent on this my my mood is spent on this and then after that i'm tired you know and then i have to recharge for the next day and i'm very regimented so i don't necessarily want to conform to that but there is a family a brotherhood a community so to speak that i could be part of and i want to but i i can't find the the way in i don't know how to make it work with my life so recently um there was a ski trip that my friends went on and they have other so two of my friends that are in that group chat have friends of another group. So they have their own like new friends that they kind of made over time. And the kid who's getting married just doesn't necessarily vibe with them. It's not that they have any animosity. There's no hate. It's just like he'd rather hang out with us alone. Like he'd rather just have our group. Like he wants to get back into that. And so he found out that they went away on a ski trip with like a whole bunch of other people and was like, yo, where the hell was my invite? I didn't get invited. Me personally, I didn't get invited. I snowboard. I, I was one of the OGs, man. Like I was the first one on the slopes, you know, like with them. And it's like, why wouldn't you ask me to go? You know, I don't give a shit at all because I know the nature of their group of their friends. Like I, I wouldn't be involved. There's no reason they don't, they do different things than I do. They're drinking all day, just having like this party vibe at the cabin. I'm like, okay, that's cool. I would still have fun, but I know it's not necessarily my place. So I'm totally cool with not being invited. It didn't fly so well with my other friend. And he was like, yo, what the fuck? Like, where was my invite? And I'm, no one's answering him because they're away in Vermont. And I'm sitting there like, dude, I didn't get an invite either. It's okay. Like nothing to fret over. And he goes, uh, thanks for your words of wisdom. I, I wasn't asking for your opinion. I was like, well, now we know why you weren't invited. And then he goes, said something else. And I go, you know what? Fuck this. 
I'm leaving this chat. I can't. I just. I can't be. Oh, I don't want to see. Yeah. I don't want to see your negative words. Like I just. I don't want to be part of it. I'm. It. This is weighing on me more than it's benefiting me. Then we have a secret Santa, that was set up this winter. And we never got to do it because people were away. Things were happening on selected weekends, and I'm supposed to buy someone a gift. I never did yet. I was just like, that's over. Like, and I just dipped. You completely dipped. I was like, fuck this. Nobody even wants to hang out with each other anymore. This is just stupid. But there's a wedding. There's the secret center, which is petty, but it's still something. And people have spent money on gifts already and like are waiting to give them. So I know I should be part of this. And then I know I'm a groomsman. I already went to the fucking rehearsal. Uh, the re- not the rehearsal, but the uh, engagement party. Mm-hmm. Like I'm already in this thing. And I know I don't want to make it drama. I'm not that type of person, but I just wanted like space. But I know I should go in and not even apologize because I don't want to. It's just not what it is. I wanted to make a stand. Like, dude, it's not okay to be so clicky. That shit is uncomfortable. It's, it's so disheartening. I don't I don't want to be with you. If you feel like, oh, we got to hang out together. We can't have new people in our group. And it's like, dude, that's too much thinking. Just fucking be social. Like, I, I don't want it to be so like, no, no, no. If that person's here, this is going to suck. It's going to bother me. It's like, dude, chill the fuck out. You know, so with all this, I kind of like ejected myself, took myself out and I know I should go back in at some point. The wedding's in a couple months. Like I should be there, you know, and I'm part of it. And this bachelor party that has to be planned and all this stuff. And like now it's kind of on hold and like I should be part of it. But you can't find your, but find I, your way to get in. I don't... It's like, I just don't want to. So you push it I, off, push just, it off. Yeah, and like, I know I should do something about it. I know I should hit them up. But I know one of my friends contacted me today and goes, yo, dude, we're doing the Secret Santa on Friday. Like, if you're down... Like, if you can, just... This come. week? Yeah. So I'm like, all right. There you go. There's like, your I guess in. I'll go. It's going to be my in, but like, what's the conversation? You know? So that's the thing I'm going to have to to head face on. You know? I'm going to face head on. Um, but, you know... Those are some shoulds, shoulds, man. <laughs> For real. No, I got to do them. There's plenty there's of shoulds, more. man. There's plenty of shoulds, but I don't want to hit you guys with too much of that. Everyone right now, has a should, a bunch. and it's hard to think of because look how long it took me to think of it. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't think of anything, and then boom. Because it's so deeply embedded in your subconscious, right? Like because you don't you, think about it. Yeah. It's just day after day after day. I mean, day after day for four years for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Four years, and ugh, that's fucking. That's deep. That's a lot. Because, like, when you're best friends, it's, like, you want the closure. You want to know where they're at. Like, your whole childhood was predicated on this, like, trio, in your case. And, like, that person's perspective mixed with that the other guy's perspective together created your perspective. And, like, you just kind of want to close the loop. In the game of life and the story of life, you want to look back and say, wow, this, look at where we came, guys. Like, remember when we were doing this? Remember when we were doing that? Remember we were behind the dumpsters back in the day with our bicycles? Remember we played that game with the handball and fucking hid behind the bleachers? All this shit. And, like, I want to continue those stories, and I want to evolve them, and I want to look back and, and enjoy that. And it's just hard to maintain because we're so distant in our interests. And I could tell that I'm very... I'm not, I'm not very anything. I am being viewed as very self-centered and you very do, consumed. Because you do all this stuff. Because then. you do all the social yeah. media stuff, which is very frowned upon with, with this guy. And like he's, but it stems from something within himself where he completely rebels against it because it serves him no purpose, but he's alienated himself. He hates the jockey guys. He hates that. So like I've become that in his, in his view, I guess. But I mean, I haven't. 
you know, I'm not. And it, when we talk, it's always super deep conversation and he's always there and I love the kid to death. So that's why it's like, what are we really, what are we fighting over? We're not fighting over anything. I just, I needed to distance myself for a little while and I know I need to go back. So we'll figure it out on Friday, right? There you go. So can't wait for that talk. <laughs> All right, guys. Next so question. next question. Ah, uh, wow. Um, why don't you do the things you know you should be doing? That kind of sounds the same, but let's think about it for a second. Why don't you do the things you know you should be doing? That is exactly the same question. It's exactly the same question, guys. But yeah, let's let's cross that one out. I think that was the question that I was really trying to mm-hmm. to piggyback on the first one. Um, so, what are your values, and are you being true to them? And this is a big one, man, because when I first said it before that we started the podcast, I was like, hmm, that's good. And then it, it like, it stacked on me. Yeah. I know what mine is. Go I'm, for it. I'm not doing it at all. Oh. Family. Oh, you're going to do it, but you're not. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm like, not. Fuck you. <laughs> ruin this <laughs> goddamn podcast. Uh, so a huge value of mine, like something I want in the future is family, like really close family. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't really had that. No, 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 no. I take that back. I have a very close family, but they live in France. So the actual physical closeness is not there. Mm -hmm. But we call all the time. But calling can only get you so much. You know, I've never been able to say, hey, this weekend, let's have dinner at grandma's. Let's hang out with the cousins. Never in my life. I've never had that. Anytime I see them, it's for two or three weeks, once a year. And that's it. So we love each other and are very close, very, very close, but that's all we get together. It's limited, right? I've always wanted that family, like even to start a family, be a father, have all that. I I feel like there's a lot of pride and joy in that. Mm -hmm. Um, So those are my values, but right now I'm not even in talking terms with my father I'm not even talking to his wife, which I consider my second mom. So in that, with all that, I'm not talking to anybody in Italy because my dad's from Italy. So that whole side. And it's like, I have, I have this tattoo on my chest, family, friendship, happiness, the order of things you need in life. And I feel like I'm not doing it, you know, like that's something I value, but I'm not pursuing it for some reason. And the only person I'm like showing that family love to is one person. Not your mom. No, Caitlin. Caitlin, right? Okay. No, <laughs> yeah. but it was because like I mean, yeah. she's close, physically close. To yeah, you. yeah. But that, and so when I hear that question, I think about it like that's a huge value of mine. I want it in the future, but you're not going to get it in the future just like this. Yeah. You have to make it. You have to be it. Yeah, and I feel like you have you, to put energy into it. But I, outside perspective, although you may not have those physical things they are circumstantial and in this case they are thousands of miles away so you I know don't but ha- I have I have family like my direct family my my grandparents aunts uncles and cousins are over there but I have I still have family members here on Long Island do you feel like since it's not the complete picture and I put that in quotes the complete picture where everybody it's a symmetrical family do you feel like 
you're the type of person who's not a perfectionist, but you like to go very, very deep into things and, and control as many variables as possible. So you look at your family not necessarily as this giant symmetrical being where like my dad's side, my mom's side, grandparents, aunts, uncles, and we're all together in one. So fuck it. I'm not even going to try to patch that up. Let me just start from the bottom. Let me start from scratch so that I do have that symmetry. So like between you and Caitlin, so you have your family and then from there, whatever you create then becomes your family so now you could really hone in on that possibly i guess that's what i'm doing but i would like to i don't know like i'm just saying a value of mine is family but what yeah. am i doing to make that gotcha. stronger yeah <laughs> no I, I totally totally right? agree with that yeah i can't say that that is one of mine which is really weird so like i'm looking at it now from the me down family tree right not like so let me let me give a little preface here so as a kid, I was always very shy, not confident at all. I would hear people at the dinner table talk, very loud Italian family on my dad's side, especially very, very loud. And my cousins of equal age, so my, me and my sister were the same ages as my cousin and her sister. And that was like kind of my compass or like my, my therm, kind of like my gauge for how social I should be versus how social others are. And they were always so, like, in tune with my grandma. They were always, they would speak kind of Italian. They'd be, ah, oh, uh, like, they would, they would have these, I can't even, I can't even tell you what the fuck they would say. Because I was so, like, ah, I don't even want to go there. They would call my grandma Nona and Nono. And, like, they were super Italian. And, like, my grandparents are from Italy. So, like, they had that relationship. And my dad was always, my dad is my connection to that side, right? And he's kind of just like super self-centered and wants to help his family and like not self-centered but like when it comes to his family he never was like hey i want to bring my family to your family and we're gonna mesh together i'm gonna hang out with my sister and her kids and my brother and his kids and we're all just gonna no he wanted to work to provide to create the best life for us so like in one sense he was family oriented because he wanted to start his own and like create this this big healthy family of his own uh, instead of meshing his current family with his already established family. So I saw that and I was never like attracted to the whole family thing. I was always like, okay, my cousins got me beat with my grandparents on this side. I got no chance here. So then on my other side, my mom's side, it was always like, all right, my grandparents don't seem to want to hang out with the grandkids. Like there was never really that like top down. It was always like the grandparents and the, their kids talk. So like my aunts and uncles and my mom, they would talk to my grandparents and then the kids would all just kind of hang out. And I never really related to my cousins, uh, except for my cousin Anthony, who you saw, who you know at Outlift. Yeah. Um, he was my only, like, he was my closest friend. Um, but I never really cared for anyone else. It was just him, you know? And, like, that, he was more of a friend. And I never really looked at family as this valuable thing. I never found this, like, that golden nugget for the family. Like, oh, that's the thing that makes family great. I never found it. I never even, it never identified with me that, like, family is the way to go. Um, then when I came home, I was always scared that my dad would come home because I would always do something wrong and my mom would save the ass beating from me when my dad came home. We wouldn't get hit, but like, it was just like, he would yell at something or like uh, intimidate me in some way. Not even, he wasn't bad at all, but he was disciplining me. And now I thank him for that. But back then it was just like, ugh, fear father figure. And mom is the one who brings me all the good stuff, like food at the time. That was my comfort zone. So I always had this, like, I always tried to get away from family. It was always just like, all right, family is always awkward and 
mean or intimidating. So fuck all that. I'm going to do this on my own. I was super introverted. So ever since then, I never really had family values. I never really cared for it until my sister had my nieces. That blew the fucking doors off of my family view now. Now I'm like so much more open to it. My family now are so close. My father, my mom, my sister, like you see it. Every time you walk in, it's a fucking circus in here. And it's never been like that. My house has never been that way. I've never been this like family oriented close together. My aunts, I've hang out with my aunts all the time. Like whenever they come here, I'm like the center of attention. I talk to them about everything, health, fitness, whatever questions they have, we answer, we go deep into philosophy. Like it's awesome. My dad's side still, it's always just like, me talking, them talking, we interact, we have a great time, we have a relationship, we laugh, and, and like, I've never felt that way, I never felt confident in front of my family, now I finally do, and then now I have someone under me, my nieces, to kind of be a role model for them, and then now I give a shit, now I really care about family, but do I want to start my own, it's, it's still, I have Jen, who wants a family, like, she just, she, I know she does, so I look at that and go, okay, like, just make me want it, like, Help me want one because right now I'm still trying to reverse the gravity of the, my upbringing where like it kind of pulled me away and now I need to, you know, get myself to want it because I get it from my sister with my nieces. I love them to death. Like when I see them, like, I want to teach you everything. I want to force you. I don't want to instill some sort. I want to be the force in your life that like helps you grow as a person. So like, why not have that as your own? Why not have your own kids and do that? Right. So I'm trying to understand that and trying to get to that family values portion and I'm, I'm just touching it. I'm finally m- making friends with it, but uh, it's going to be a long road. So that's not really one of my big values, honestly, right now, but I'm trying. Um, so as for me, when it comes to what my values are and am I being true to them, they've been very selfish values, kind of being, but being the person that I wish I would come in contact with. That's my goal. I want to be the person that I wish to be around. So I do think I'm staying true to my values, but my values are very easy, very simple. So I I think I set the bar low for my values since they don't involve other people besides whoever I choose to interact with. So if I choose to interact with you, I want to be the, the, the energy that I wish you were to me. And the way I'm with Jen, I want to be the energy that I wish she would be to me. Not obviously the same person, but I want to have that like, my intention is your benefit. I want you to benefit. And however I do it is just unique to me. And however you do it to me should be unique to you. But I want you to put the effort into trying to benefit my life while I try to benefit yours. Like a symbiosis. Those are my values. But like when it comes to family, I know that that's one that I, I think of now but I need to realize how to put it into play because I, I don't, I, maybe I just have to have my own kid. Like maybe it just has to start there. Hey, you, you really can't yeah, you hear that you Jen. Know? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, I think that's uh, I think we beat that one. I mean, yes, yeah, very well said. <clears throat> my throat <throat> is dry. <clears throat> Take a sip of your nerve roast. Hey, did you finish it? No, nah, but I no? have to pee. So it's like, uh, take a sip, take a sip. Is there more questions? There's plenty, dude. <laughs> In what you are being... Wait, what? So who? In what are you... What the fuck? No way. I'm going to go to the source because I don't... Oh, no. In what way are you being perceived that you're not aware of? Which is kind of a weird question because it's like, what don't you know? I know. That's what I said before <laughs> when you said... So what I think this question means is in what are you being... Uh, 
in what ways are you being perceived that you're not aware of? So like my intention, like I said before with my values, my intention is to be the energy in which I wish to receive in my life, right? So I wish that when people interact with me or meet me, they go, oh, I really like that guy. He has my best interests in mind and he's very knowledgeable Mm -hmm. in what he talks about and I trust him. Yes, but sometimes that's not always the case because of uh, what the eyes do when they see a physique like that, you know, all jacked up. Hey, appreciate that. Coming on to me, bro. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I'm serious. I mean, how many... How many times have you, I know, I know you have, cause I have, that someone told you, oh wow, I thought you were an asshole the first time I met you. Oh, yeah. it's just like, every girl oh, I've dated, okay. ever. Like, oh, okay, thanks. Like, uh, how? We didn't even talk. Yeah. Well, you just look like one. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Especially with my tattooed arm. Yeah, you know, and a full pink sleeve. shirt. And a pink shirt. <laughs> pink shirt every day. Yeah, for real. But uh, that's, I would say for me, I definitely, so this could be my friend. So let's, I, we could circ- circle this back to my, my should. Um, so the people that I should or wish to make things better with. I think that a lot of them don't know me as much as they think they know me because of how much I've changed since that pivotal time, like college where we weren't really in each other's shit anymore. We weren't like hanging out every day. Um, when I started doing my own thing, they started doing their own thing. I think that's where we lost each other. And I think now they perceive me since I use social media. Like I'd say me personally, I use social media 10 times more than all five of them combined. Oh, wow. Yeah, like, and you don't even use social media. I don't, but like, I consider this to be social media. But even without this, if you just let's say Instagram, I use Instagram a million times more than I do. It's a salty topic for me. Yeah, (laughs) we'll talk about that later. (laughs) But um, it's you know, so they perceive that as like, oh, you just want you just want attention, and this is like that petty thing, and you're kind of going against what you talk about, how you want depth, and like all this shit. But like, they're just looking at it at the surface. If they actually you know, listen to the content, read the content, the comments, yeah. everything. And we're open to it. So I remember talking to one of my friends. I'm not even going to say his name. It doesn't really matter. Um, and we were in his, in my car, I dropping him off and he had a little bit of alcohol in him. And I did talk about it on this podcast, but I didn't talk about it specific. I think I did. I remember it. It wasn't the kid who said, nah, it wasn't that, but it was that night. It was the night of, which ironically, the night of the engagement party for this kid um, that I was talking about. And, I dropped one of my friends off and we're sitting in the car and he's like, dude, uh, he's like, so he was asking me about the podcast. He's like, dude, I, I listened to one of the beginnings of your podcast. He's like, to be honest, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't listen to the whole thing, but he's like, I heard a couple topics in there and I was like, I, th- it's weird because I don't want to say, I don't want to listen to it, but I know I should listen to it. Hmm. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, what are you talking about? He's like, dude, when I scroll through like your topics, he goes, I look at them and I go, that's really interesting, but I don't think I'm ready to listen to that now. So like we're saying we're hitting points that he knows are true and his view of what social media is may have gotten tweaked by just seeing the topics that we're talking about and being like, wait, I don't embody those things. Or maybe I need to work on some of the things that are listed in his topics that he talks about. And this was someone really close to me and they're figuring that out or discussing it. Something that I'm keeping harbored inside of me. So, like, to know that someone that you were so close to is expressing themselves on a topic that you hold kind of down low and you don't look at and you, you kind of keep a turn a blind eye to. So, like, I think we were talking about things that he could be doing and he knows he could be doing, but he's not willing to. It's kind of like one of his shoulds, mm-hmm. so to speak, right? Something that he should be doing, but he knows that if he hears me talk about it, someone who he's been really close to, it's kind of like, 
well, then how's this not po- Why would this not be possible? It's got to be possible then. If he's talking about it and he's putting it out there, I don't want to hear it come from his mouth because then I'll feel like I have to do it and I'm, he might not be ready type of thing. Um, so the way that I'm perceived, I don't know if I'm necessarily perceived negatively amongst all my my closest friends, but there are some that I know, like the people that I'm, I've, I need to make my should, uh, you know, talk to about my should. They may not look at me the way, that way. They may not look at me as like, this guy's trying to pour positive energy into the world. He's trying to help people who may need a helping hand. He, you know, I don't think they look at it in the positive light that I intend it to be. And although I'm crossing my T's and dotting my I's and really making sure that I don't say something stupid or outrageous that is way beyond what what is acceptable or something that if I heard a recording of our podcast and I look back and I would cringe back, like, holy shit, why did I say that? You know, I don't. I make sure I don't do that. And I know that if they listen to any of these, they would be really happy or proud of what I'm doing. And I don't think that they're perceiving me the way that I wish they were perceiving me. But I guess that's life, right? I mean, they have a different perspective when they go into listening. How you interface with the world is different on how I interface with the world. So maybe you, him, or one of these, one of my friends, perceiving my message might be like, who the fuck is this guy? I grew up with you. I don't, you don't know. You're not superior. What the fuck? Or they look at it that way, like an ego battle, an ego clash. Instead of it looking, instead of looking at it like, oh, this is just an exchange of ideas. They're just throwing ideas out there and they can be challenged at any moment. But they're not looking at it like that, you know, because maybe it contests their ego. Like, oh, I'm going to measure myself amongst my five friends and look at this one guy facing some of the things that I wish I would face. I don't want to hear it from his mouth because that's kind of intimidating because maybe I should have conquered the things that they're talking about. Or maybe I should go about my health and my fitness and I'm not, you know, and I hear somebody who was in the same position as me. We're all in the same position. You know, we all grew up in the same neighborhood. We all had the same resources. There was never like a clear, oh shit, this one's so much more uh, well off than this one. Like there's no variables as a kid you really could get that give you an edge when you're in suburbia. There's not like a specific thing. I mean, we're all kind of fed the same bullshit. So for me, when I meet people or I, I talk with people, I always end up just talking about fitness and health. You know, it's just, I'm sure you're the same exact way. You always end up giving some kind of advice because someone asks or just mentioning something you learned today. Just, it's just like my nature at this point. Mm -hmm. And my perception of it is I'm just, that's just me. Like I'm just talking conversation. Like I want to talk facts. I don't want to talk about people. I don't want to talk about the Kardashians. I don't know anything about that. I don't gossip, you know? So when I talk, it's factual, it's informative, it's, uh, you know, advice, something to help relevant. Yeah. And usually always to do with, of course, the human body, nutrition, something along those lines. Uh, and I, like I said, I, I perceive myself and that as something good, right? So just today at the dealership, um, my salesman and the manager, I'm good friends with them. I went to high school with them. I know them all. And when I walked into the, I don't know, the director or something, I had to go see the final lady to sign a couple paperwork, right? And when I went in there, I've never met her. I never saw her. She, the first thing she, well, she makes me, makes me sign a couple things. And the first small talk she does is, uh, so I heard you uh, have a fitness and health podcast thing going on with like this directness, right? So I'm just like, yeah, you know, it's, it's a passion of mine. Um, we talk and whatever. I babble about what we talk about. Mm-hmm. And I guess she took it 
as like, oh, look at this kid trying to do something. And she goes, she goes, uh, are you a carnivore? Uh. And I'm just like, I, I eat meat, but I definitely eat more vegetables than I eat meat. But yeah, definitely. And then she she's just like, uh, you know, she was questioning me on like what we do or how we do it. And she goes, well, I'm vegan and I try and eat healthy. And she was just giving me like her stuff and just a huge attitude towards me. But I could tell it wasn't because of the vegan thing and the meat. It was just like, oh, you have a fitness and health podcast. Like you think you're healthy. And so I, I sensed that and she would ask me advice. But I, I saw she was purposely asking advice just to like corner you. Yeah. Like she would ask me advice and then totally ignore me as I answered. And then I'd answer this beautiful thing and, and I wouldn't get a response. And I just sat there like, <laughs> dude, it was so weird. So then after that, I was just being as polite as possible. She'd say something like, yes, ma'am. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Just, just a little, little smile. And it was just my perception of when I wanted to talk, that conversation was, I just want to help. I just want to be good. Let's, let's have fun. Like, you know, let's shoot back and forth. Yeah. And her perception was, oh, fuck this kid. You know, I was wearing my, my joggers cause I just came from the gym. So, you know, my quads are tight on it. The calves are tight on it. I'm wearing my performance hoodie. So it's tight around the shoulders and you know, I got the, the bolder shoulders as they say it. And you see that all and she's like oh you have a fitness and health podcast and just her perception was of course you do her perception was completely different you know yeah so because she's not ready to accept it right so it's i feel like we have the same variable that we're dealing with here it's like my my perception of the world is how does this person like when i look at anybody or talk to anybody or interact with anybody i go what's this person's motive what's your motive and then once I could understand what your motive is, I kind of numb out all like your imperfections about how you go about it. Right. So like if I'm talking to somebody and they're just like, they're asking me questions about their fitness and their health and we're going back and forth. And I feel like they really are receptive to what I'm saying. I go, this person intends on achieving more through their life. They want answers. And they, I think they feel like they found somebody who they could kind of uh, paddle ideas off of and try to get to a certain place and I go I will give you everything if I feel that way and if I feel like you're testing me just like that that chick was I'd be like oh so your intent is to win or your intent is to come out on top and to overcome somebody else for some reason you have that that need so in my eyes I would just completely just lose my ego drop my ego and do exactly what you did where you just kind of say okay I'm, I'm gonna play some verbal jujitsu with you I'm just gonna take your momentum and roll with it I'm gonna just I'm not gonna be offensive I'm just gonna I'm not gonna harm you I'm not gonna strike you I'm <laughs> just gonna let yeah I'm gonna dodge weave and just play defense and just kind of wait until this is over because it's really there's no point you know like when someone has an objective and they don't want to veer from it and their ego is attached to it it's it's impossible you know, yeah. and that's, it's hard to deal with, but if someone's open and recessive, uh, receptive to you, it's so easy with our, I mean, at least I know me and I know you're in the same boat. Like my purpose and what I, how I feel I'm trying to serve the world. Everybody would like me then, but no, there is ego to deal with. There are people who don't like that because it's threatening in some way. Or oh, they it's have like, it's objective. like that guy on Instagram who keeps uh, on the troll account. Who is that? Uh, NYC. Oh, oh, exactly. Like, he doesn't want to see us happy. He doesn't want to see us doing anything. Yeah. Well, he I'm completely like, okay. bewittles us yeah. nonstop. But then when we stand back and go, dude, we're not doing anything controversial. We're not talking shit about anybody. We're not, uh, you know, trying to start World War Three over here. Yeah. We're kind of just talking nutrition and fitness. <laughs> but this guy is just constantly bashing us. Yeah. Why? Because his ego's in the way. Yeah. If he, he would actually just listen and relax and just take it in. 
Everything would be fine. Yeah, you you can't you can't break someone's ego. That's the strongest thing. The strongest force. Um, yeah. So the next thing that I would like to ask us, cross that one off. What don't you know that you don't know? Excuse me. Okay, so let's let's try to wrangle what this one because then know? I have one more after this, and it's a pretty good way to to end it off. Okay. Okay. What don't you know that you don't know? What the fuck? <laughs> you, wrote, you wrote it down wrote and you don't down. even know how to explain it? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because it made <laughs> sense, hold on. Or what don't you know that you... No, what don't you know that you don't know? Guys, I'm definitely not high enough for this question. Why would you even write that down? Dude, it sounded good for the first part. <laughs> hold on. Hold on, I'm going to go back to the source I don't know really what that question means. Shit, I'm pissed. Hold on, hold on, hold on, guys. You, you just bear with me one second. 35 questions. Hold on. They what don't, what maybe, don't you know? <laughs> I think this question is just made to make you not know the question. So you sit here and you're like, what the fuck don't I know that I don't know? I don't know this question. <laughs> Yo, it was on Forbes, I think. Yeah, it's well, just a, it's yeah, a circle. Yeah, that will change it's a loop. Life. Okay. It on. makes you loop. This question <laughs> is just a fucking loop. It's the play with you. Wait, wait, wait. wait. What don't you know that you don't know? It's always the obstacles that we don't even see coming that are the biggest challenges in life. Get in the habit of asking people that have been there and done it before uh, for guidance. So what don't you know that you don't know? Okay. So, okay. I, I see what's going on here. Mm -hmm. So it's like, how do I start a business? I don't know how to start a business. How do I start a business? So I must ask somebody. Maybe because I don't see where the two. Or no, no, not to start a business, are. right? So, no, fuck this question, dude. I, I don't want to waste people's time. I'm sorry, guys. I have no idea what the hell. He going just crossed on here. it off. I crossed it off. We answered that. It's what the fuck is the answer? Okay, so now it's a loop. to rhyme with you. that, what is luck? What is luck? What is luck? Now. There's a quick little slogan that everybody's probably saying right now. Like, make, oh my God. Make your own luck? No, no, no. That one? People probably be like, this is when preparation meets opportunity. Ah, uh, yes, yes, no, yes. No, 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 no. Yeah, it probably is, right? But is it? Like, let's get deep on this because this is something that I've noticed, like the butterfly effect, right? You know the butterfly effect, mm -hmm. right? So like it's one flap of the wing ripples the air of a butterfly, super gentle, but that little ripple can possibly have an effect on the rest of the world and change the future as we know it, right? So with that, what is luck, right? So if what this kind of relates for me to karma, what people consider karma, because I feel like karma is not this giant purple fucking gas Bubble. cloud that's just like, mm, karma's going to serve you today. And they're just like, you float, it pulls you up and you float to heaven. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> fucking karma is just the metaphysical, trying to understand the metaphysical underpinnings of like doing good, right? So like, how does me being really, really nice and kind and uh, just selfless, how does that help the world? day-to-day -day. so like my day-to-day -day actions am i saying hi to people and making eye contact am i am i very confident as i speak do i present myself in a a strong manner do i keep my shoulders retracted my head up straight and i look at you dead on um do i roll my shoulders forward and kind of look at you in a submissive way to make you feel like you're superior in this moment and i'm looking at you as a you know like a little peasant and i, I want your your help how how am i interacting with people and then that affects how people perceive you, what they're willing to do for you, you know, things like that. So there's so many little intricacies of life where I feel like your luck is not necessarily luck. 
Like, you could be lucky with your genetics. I feel like who you are genetically, that's the luck. That's, I mean, you didn't choose it. Yeah, right? So you, there wasn't a start menu where you were like, okay, mm-hmm. I want blue eyes, you know, darker hair. I want a nice darker complexion and I want to be 6'3". I want to start out the gate with but I feel this like, broad I feel shoulders. Like, okay, I feel like what you just said is just preference, right? You said lucky with your genetics. Mm-hmm. So let's say your genetics make you the perfect size for basketball. Right, mm-hmm. you're just like everyone in the NBA, but you're you don't love basketball. You love uh, MMA, right? Mm-hmm. You can't be s- six foot seven in MMA. Why not? You'd have some hell of a reach. You'd be a good boxer. I probably. mean, it just wouldn't. I, I I see where you're going though. I like where you're going. Or okay, I meant uh, a, equestrian, right. whatever. Riding you can't horses. Be riding okay. horses. Fuck yeah. Your passion is that. Then you wouldn't be like, oh, my genetics are lucky. It's all preference. True. See, for me, I think luck is just a label. I think it's something you can easily just use like, ooh, that was luck. Or, oh, that person got lucky. Like some of my Simple. ping pong returns, dude. I'm just like, oh, yeah, you got lucky. lucky. <laughs> right? You could just, I think it's just a label to use that's easily, easily put on something. Yeah, like it, it justifies why something happened and maybe prevents you from digging deeper into yourself. So like if you're analyzing someone else, like, oh, that person got so lucky. That's it. He got that lucky. Might be, yeah. He was at the right time, right so, place. Yeah, because Jen and I were talking about this last night and she's like, oh, I think that'd be a good topic for your podcast. And we went into detail about it and she's like, I think it's actually an insult. If someone says, oh, you just you got, got lucky. lucky. Of wow. course, I see that. If someone says you just got lucky, that's fucking insulting. But if someone says like, and they really mean it, they go, "Why are you so lucky?" Now, so let let's let's put this in perspective. So she was saying, um, she was saying something about dating, and I think it had to do with like, "Oh, you're lucky to have that person." Me, yeah, they had to do with me. Just saying. Um, so <laughs> she was talking about some. So whatever, <laughs> I'm going to give context. I'm not going to go into it too deep. But someone was telling her, "Oh, wow, you're so lucky. Like you finally met somebody who, you know, works with you. Like you, we, you guys work together. I can see that you're really happy. You're so lucky." And she's like, bitch, was I? <laughs> yeah, she's like, was I really lucky, though? Because, I mean, the character who Jen is, like her... her She worked for that. She worked for it. She's distinguished. She's got, like, a really good head on her shoulders. She's very articulate, smart person to talk to. When you sit down and talk to her, we have, like, these really deep conversations. And, like, if she wasn't able to do that, we would have just been, you know, a fly-by-night thing, you know? Or maybe not even anything, right? And, like, that could have just been one and done and we move on and then you know she's not lucky anymore maybe she was lucky to have the one night but you're not the girl was talking you're lucky to find somebody who connects with you but like the reason we connect is because jen couldn't she exudes this confidence that attracts me and then me being attracted to her makes her feel good and then she gives me the best version of her and then we both just kind of work together so is that luck it's not necessarily luck it's kind of yes preparation and opportunity because she was prepared right so she was everything that i could ask for in a person and then when i met her i then tried to give her everything she could ask for and then we were both just perfectly set up for that so were we lucky that we crossed paths right then if you look at the butterfly effect we weren't because we ended up in the same place one night because we both make decisions that are relatively similar. We both met up at a bar while we were DDs for our friends and we went to the same bar. So it's like, Oh, let's go somewhere local. I'll be a DD. I'll go out with you guys. Those were our decisions for the night. We talked about it. And it's like that mentality led us to see each other. And we were looking around at all the drunk psychos 
that were just going crazy that night. Like, it was fucking loud. We couldn't even talk. We were screaming at each other's faces. I was like, are we going to kiss? Like, I'm going to scream at her face. And um, so, like, is she lucky or was I lucky? I don't know. I really don't know because it's just, like, there's so much chance everywhere just being tossed around that we don't identify crossing paths with somebody who may have loved the shit out of us, but, like, we wouldn't love them. So we crossed paths and nothing happened. That could have been a love story forever. That could have been like, you know, something, but we didn't acknowledge it and nothing happened. So it's insignificant, but it's like you running by a million people a year. Like you're just passing by people. You're not necessarily giving everybody a shot and a chance. So to be lucky would be something that contains much more. There's more behind it. I feel like, and I think it is very insulting if people say, oh, well you're here because you're lucky. Oh, you have a podcast, Justin. You're lucky. Yeah, very lucky. Uh, yeah, you got lucky, you know, you were born and then you were born into a fucking school and uh, that school, they actually have a really good IT program. And yeah, that's why, you know, people try to justify it. That's what I think know? it is. It's a label justification. It's yeah. pretty simple. Mm. I was trying to go deeper, dude, but I guess I know, but that's, that's <laughs> where for me, that's where right, it ends. Fine, fine. Like, I don't... You're just lucky. You understand everything. Dude. I get it. It's whatever. <sighs> but, um. Yeah, so that's all the questions I had, and I have to piss like a racehorse. But this goes off. We're at an hour. It was episode fifty, man, and it's exactly an hour. Wow. Yeah. But um, seriously, guys, thank you so much for listening. It's been fifty fucking strong episodes, and we I feel like we just get better and better every day and more comfortable. I know. Every um, time I end, we end the podcast, like I hit the stop button. What do I say the first time? Yeah, like, wow, every time. Good I go, ah, that was that a good was one. Good one. Yeah. Every, I say it every time. Yeah. 50 times I've said it. Yeah, Ooh, that every, was really good. Every day is progressively like more intense. Like, oh, dude, we're getting so much better at it. And we feel good. You know, I, I like this a lot. I love your feedback. And this is kind of why we did this because everyone wants to know more about us. Um, we do kind of talk about general topics every once in a while. And you find out about us just from listening to our perspective on topics. But when we talk about ourselves, this is kind of eye-opening. I feel like we just reconciled a bunch of things that we probably should. I know. Now i got to go do something <laughs> Should be doing. It. So, like, this kind of actually... Yeah, People are going to hold me accountable. Very, yeah, seriously. But this is good, though. This Fuck. is kind of the... I think this is a nice step forward for us. So, yeah. uh, thank you guys so much. For oh, listening. and and if it looks like Fuck, I blocked yeah. you on Instagram, oh, I did yeah. not... My Instagram <laughs> got disabled for some reason. I did not block you. Got People <laughs> DMing the Young Mind podcast thing like, Justin's... Yeah. He hates. He me, looks yeah. like he blocked me, but yeah. no, we're good. We're good. We're gonna get over this. Yeah, we're gonna right. have your account back. So if anyone's listening who works at Facebook, uh, help your brother out, yeah, please. Yeah, boy. <laughs> we need all the help we can get. But uh, thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate you. And without further ado, man, we're gonna let you go. Yeah. And if you're a little late on this episode, roll into episode fifty-one. All right, guys. Bye. Have a great night. I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs>